You're listening to a podcast from 702 and Cape Talk. 702 and Cape Talk, the literature corner. And more precisely, the monthly lit quiz. Now, someone who can probably um, anchor this uh, monthly lit quiz now because she's been winning it so often is Teresa Mellinson, who's here with us, a freelance journalist and writer and a lover of books. And that's why we love her so much. Welcome back. Thank you so much, Eusebius. Were you studying the whole night? Um, a little bit of last minute cramming this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so much so that your competitor decided to run for the hills. But we found you another one, uh, Janice Healing, who is a chief sub-editor, uh, one of my colleagues here at EWN Online. Janice, you're a cunning linguist. you up for the challenge. Yeah, let me see how I do. Okay, so let me tell you the rules. They're very simple. There are no rules. But if we must give some rules, uh, two points if you get a question right. If you get it wrong, then your opponent gets a chance to steal one point off you. And then we just have fun until half past 11. We tally up the score, and then you're at the mercy of the auditors, whether they tally it up correctly, and then we declare a winner. And then, of course, you don't get a prize, but what you do get that's more important than material things is glory. And my reputation. And everyone in EWN giving you a nice slow clap as you walk up. (laughs) So no pressure. Awesome. Tracy, shall we start with you? Okay. Okay. Listen to this audio. And here's the question. It's very precise. A little bit tricky. What is the first book title, the only one as far as I know, uh, by the author in the following clip? Last year, I went on my first book tour. In 13 months, I flew to 14 countries and gave some 100 talks. Every talk in every country began with an introduction. And every introduction began, alas, with a lie. Taye Selassie comes from Ghana and Nigeria, or Taye Selassie comes from England and the States. Whenever I heard this opening sentence, no matter the country that concluded it, England, America, Ghana, Nigeria, I thought, but that's not true. Yes, I was born in England and grew up in the United States. My mom, born in England and raised in Nigeria, currently lives in Ghana. My father was born in Gold Coast, a British colony, raised in Ghana, and has lived for over 30 years in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. For this reason, my introducers also called me multinational. Okay, let's leave it there. I think that's more than enough when I'm able. Who is, what, okay, so she gave her name, obviously, Taya Celeste. She's absolutely gorgeous and very clever. Was a contemporary of mine at Oxford. And... Um, Oh, I keep trying to read her book. I know that she's not listening to this show, Being a Global Citizen. I just can't get into that book. Do you know the title? Um, is it Ghana Must Go? Yes! Give that woman two points. Have you read it? I haven't. My mom's read it, though. I gave it to her, so it's going to the top of my pile. Okay. <laughs> Janice, no pressure. Look to your right. <laughs> my colleagues, hi. <laughs> Don't disappoint them. Okay, so here's your first question. Which South African writer whose work include when rain clouds and the collector of treasures died in Botswana in the 80s? Gosh, I'm going to have to pass. No idea. Are you sure? J.M. Kutsia? Nia. Aww. Is it Bessie Head? Yes! <laughs> She's a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Your question next, Teresa. Which British writer wrote the book 
Another Day in the Death of America, a Chronicle of Ten Short Lives. I have no idea of that one. Can I give you a clue? Yes, please. He's a Guardian columnist. Guardian columnist. I still don't. Oh, oh I know. Gary Young. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's find a nice one for you, Shame Jenis. Okay. See, I'm, I'm, I'm a nice person. I'm really searching here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, I'm going very, very random. These are hard questions, Marva. They're very, very hard. Okay. Okay. Skip to what is able on your one. It says question 14. Okay. Janice, I want you to listen to the following excerpt from a film and um, tell me the title of the film. You need a husband and your son needs a father. Had one, got rid of him. So glad I did. Stella, when was the last time you had a decent date? Tell the truth. Don't talk to me for the next two hours. I need 20 clients back to back to back. All work and no play. Do you want to be rich? Made Stella a big success. Or do you want to wallow in regret? But everyone knew she needed a vacation. You ain't been nowhere since I was a natural blonde. Except Stella. We're going to Jamaica. What? I want you to try to have some fun. Sure. I mean it. Okay, so the do you do you want to ask the audience? I know I think I got this one. <laughs> Why are you covered? Uh, so the movie is how Stella got her groove back. Yes, give her three points. Awesome. Three points. Three points for you. Can I? Can I interest you in a bonus point? Yes, please. Just for fun. Go for it. Who wrote the book? Okay, I can't tell you that. But did. Can I give you a clue even? I'm yes, really please. being very nice. Okay. She shares the same first name as a former Prime Media Broadcasting CEO. Tony Morrison. Ah, ah Terry McMillan. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm but you did well really there. You, no, not at all. You did, you did quite well there. You did well there. Teresa. What is the name of the protagonist in The Beautiful Ones Are Not Yet Born? I read it a long time ago, and I really can't remember. So pass. Is that really the answer, Baba? Wow. <laughs> wow. It's not really much of a name, is it? Do you know? Unfortunately not. The Man. Oh, wow. Yeah, now you know. <laughs> now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Okay, Here's a, this one should be nice and easy for you. Two points, possibly up for grabs, Janice, and then we'll tally up the scores and we'll see how we're doing halfway through the quiz. What is the name of the forum which was provided for many post-independence African writers and provided texts that African universities could use to address the colonial bias then prominent in the teaching of literature? This is a very woke question. Gosh, and I, I'm clearly not working out. The Something Something series quite famous nope sorry gonna pass on that one oh <laughs> <laughs> don't you hate it when you hear that guy go oh i'm hearing it too much <laughs> <laughs> Teresa? uh the african writers series yeah give that woman okay. a point tell you up the score for me there producers let's see it is kpmg maybe they'll sneak in an extra point for you yeah i'll try to use my influence yeah you know 
So at the halfway mark, I don't know how you're getting on there with the cheap seats at home. Um, but Janice, you're on three points. Trace is on six points. That's the bad news. Tell her the good news. The good news is usually the person who's winning at halfway is not winning by the end of the show. Yes. 702 and Cape Talk. The Literature Corner. Yep, and it's Battle of the Scribes this month. We've got Teresa Mallinton, who is a freelance journalist and writer, up against my EWN colleague, Janice Healing. Let's get on with the questions, see how many we can actually squeeze in in the 10 minutes that's remaining. Teresa, here's your next question. Name the book. I think you're next, no? I think so. Yeah. Name the book by Ngugi that Barack Obama, via Facebook, described as follows. A compelling story of how the transformative events of history weigh on individual lives and relationships. I read this list Obama wrote, and I can't remember which one he read. Um, Devil on the Cross? Do I get another guess? Uh, No, KPMG says no. (laughs) 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 One of the titles by Ngugi Wationgo that was described as a compelling story of how the transformative events of history weigh on individual lives and relationships. He can write blurbs, can't he? He can. Oh, gosh. Unfortunately, this is also one I can't answer. A grain of weed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here's your next one. I'm afraid this one is work as well. <laughs> Let's see, I do. Yeah, you know, maybe the audience can help you. I'm sure the audience will know this one. Hey, and you know, never know with 702 blacks though, Prime Media blacks. Let's see whether they know this one. I'm going to look at them and at you as I ask this question. The EFF loved to quote him. He was born in the French colony of Martinique. One of his most discussed books is called. Shall I give them a different title just to be spicy? The Damned of the Earth. Who is he? This one, I'm so happy to say I know. It's Franz Fanon. Yes! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Teresa, listen to the following audio. Do two things for me. Identify the author and what book he or she or they are reading from. In that place where they tore the nightshade and blackberry patches from their roots to make room for the Medallion City Golf Course. There was once a neighborhood. It stood in the hills above the valley town of Medallion and spread all the way to the river. It is called the suburbs now, but when black people lived there, it was called the bottom. One road, shaded by beeches, oaks, maples, and chestnuts, connected it to the valley. The beaches are gone now, and so are the pear trees where children sat and yelled Okay, well enough now. We're not public broadcasting, eh? where they play these dramas. Is that really her reading? My goodness. In, a, in my mind, her voice is old. That must be a very old clip. Okay, I don't know. But I feel like if I guess and it's wrong, I'll just embarrass myself. Okay, I'm not going to say Toni Morrison. Um, I'll say Maya Angelou. Aww, it was... Mm-mm. I, I don't know. Who do you think it is? I think I'm going to take Tony Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> Give her a point. Four points. Four points for the first person who can shout out the title of the of what she's reading from. Is it Beloved? The Color Purple? Oh, no. I don't know. Sula? I don't know it either. Oh. So no one gets four points. Listen to this audio, Janice. I'll tell you. 
who is in this audio. It is Prasaik Mda. But the question is, which book is this about? This actually was the first novel that I ever wrote. Um, I wrote it, I think it was 1991, when I was a research fellow at, um, at Yale uh, University. It was at a time in 91, as some of you may remember, you know, during the, that very painful political transition that was happening in South Africa. And there was a lot of violence, um, you know, so-called black-on-black violence. People would be in the train, for instance, somebody would just come in with a machine gun and just shoot at random at, um, at anybody. So there was a lot of death, a lot of death that was happening. Hey, he's going to give it away there. Those days. It's getting hot. He's, he's getting closer to mentioning the title. A sidebar, doesn't he have a lovely storytelling voice? It's amazing. I'm inspired yeah. to read the book. Not every, not every no author you want to called. listen to. But when Zeke speaks, you, just, you can listen to him the whole day. Just sit at his feet with your thumb in your mouth and just listen to him. Sounds awesome. Yeah. You want to have a crack, a title? Oof, no. I'm starting to regret ever coming on the show. Askies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give us an aww. Oh. Why don't you steal a point, Teresa? Uh, ways of Dying. Ways of Dying. <laughs> Did you know? Did the audience know? Ways of Dying? <laughs> they were trying to do an interpretive dance of the title outside the studio. <laughs> That's what the stabbing in the neck means. Oh, wow. It's one way of dying. Very violent, but yes. It was a good It was a good cryptic clue. We approve of that one. Did you see the play of it? Did you see? Yes, I have not. It was a Is great it? play like many years ago at the National Arts Festival. I did not see it. Was it? I remember it getting good critical acclaim. Did you see it? Yeah, I think that's what made me read the book. Oh, beautiful. Okay. So the next one, this is a bit of a wordy question. I will read it as is. And it's for you, Teresa. Her brother is what my producer Marva calls also fine. Akin Omatoso, he is very fine. And her brilliant debut novel, Bomboy, was shortlisted uh, for the Etisalat Literary Prize. What is the name of their father, who is also a writer and best known for this? Yebo go go. One hundred. <laughs> what a hundred bucks? No man, you're ripping me off. No ways, I can get these anywhere. Forget it. Hey doll, let's hit the road, man. Yeah, for a little wire wind pump. Mm. Even in an emergency. <laughs> Hello. Vodacom. Isn't it nice to know that Vodacom has expanded its cellular network to cover major national roads? Lord, the nostalgia, hey, when Vodacom was still Vodacom before our data disappeared. Oh, the good old days. Yebo, go, go. This is such a great question. It's, like it's a, a fabulous question. The whole family is amazing. But I don't know the answer. <laughs> yeah, who is he? The whole family is a bunch of overachievers. He is indeed. Correctly, and he became known as the Yebogogo guy in all the the Vodacom ads. 
You can get a point if you tell me. Marva, just verify. I think I know the answer, but I'm now guessing it. What is your professor in, or where was your professor? Vits. Doesn't always give you the edge. <laughs> no, sorry. Literature at UCT. Am I right? Yes, five points to me. <laughs> five points to me, Askiz. Yeah, he's a professor, and of course, well-known for that particular one. Now... Here's a very high-grade question. Whose turn is it next? It's yours. Reza, please. It's yours. <laughs> yeah, this question is a bit unfair. It's just because I was reading this yesterday. Which author, my fave, even though he's ugly, created the haunting character of Leo Proudhammer? While some woke person tweets me that I'm ableist for calling someone ugly. Gosh, my reputation is in tatters. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Do you know? I only know because I um, follow you on Facebook. <laughs> so James Baldwin. <laughs> it is indeed James Baldwin. Man is a beautiful, beautiful character. One of my favorite James Baldwin characters. Let's see how bored you are with the amount of time you spend on my Facebook page, Teresa. <laughs> I'll give you another point if you can tell me the title of the novel that is about the story of this incredible black artist I don't know actually see I just skimmed beautiful bisexual interesting it's, it's yeah just stunning it opens with a scene where he's on stage and he gets a massive heart attack probably my second favorite Baldwin character I don't know the name of the novel my most favorite one would be Rufus from Always Another Country or Another Country rather I don't know Tell me how long the train's been gone. Isn't that a lovely title? Yes. Oh, that's beautiful, isn't it? Okay. Identify the author in the following clip. Welcome, graduating class of 2016. And congratulations. You did it. You made it. I love her. How do you feel? More importantly, what do you want? I remember what I wanted in your place back in 1997, I wanted very much to be a unique and special individual. I really thought that's what my graduation signified, that I, I had gone from being one of the many undifferentiated people to being one of the few, one who would have choices in life. After all, my father did not have many choices, and his father had none at all. But unlike them, I had gone to a university, so I was a special individual. Oh, she's absolutely gorgeous. She writes beautifully. She speaks beautifully. She looks beautiful. She's the kind of person who, like, write novels, you know, about interesting contemporary cultural identities. And you're like, I wish I could have written that and got all the prizes and stuff. <laughs> or is South it, African version. Is it Zadie Smith? It is Zadie Smith. It is indeed Zadie Smith. And don't say anything bad about her last book that people secretly did not like. Absolutely. Love her two bits. Okay. Um, yeah. Tope for Laren won the 2013 Kane Prize. What was the title of his winning short story? And this is a brilliant short story. It will take anyone 20 minutes to read it. If you've never heard of this guy before, that's okay. If you haven't heard of the short story, that's okay. But as soon as you hear the answer, go and Google it and read it immediately. It's a stunning, stunning short story. 
Gosh, I'm going to have to say no again. Pass. Okay. On this show, we respect no when a woman says no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also going to have to pass. I'm going to have to do some Googling once the show is over. It's a miracle. And you would love it. Yeah, it's called Miracle. In fact, he's now writing a novel based on it. And we've all been waiting. Okay, so the final two questions, and then we will tally up the score. Okay, second last question. This is for you, Teresa. And um, just for fun, each one of you, the last question I ask you, you can get five points if you get it right. In 2003, Chimamanda Adichie released her first novel, what was the title? Um, Half a Yellow Sun. That's wrong. You can steal two points from her if you identify her first novel correctly. I'm I so bad she... with the chronology of oh, titles. I, 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 know what it is. I know what it is now. Did you just swear, so, so, young lady? Sorry. sorry. <laughs> I know what it is. Shall we give her one point if she gets it wrong? No? Do you know, Janice? I don't. I don't. You can get one point. Purple hibiscus. Yes. <laughs> I'm surprised it's taken me this long to swear on air, so my apologies. Actually, that's true. That's very true. Janice, can I interest you in five points? You can. Okay. Who edited the recently published The Prison Letters of Nelson Mandela? Oh, I know this. Can I give her a clue? A really weird, circuitous clue. Her surname is the first part of a town associated with Eugirdem Terblanche. I'm going to kick myself, but nothing comes to mind. Sam Venter. Yes, there you go. Well done. Well done. And the reigning champion is obviously <laughs> Teresa. Janet, you've been a good sport. Thanks so much for coming out. Uh, I'm not sure it was hey, a pleasure. Look, but give hey, a round of applause. <laughs> Nicely done. Thank you.